This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Today is the last day of the Major League Baseball offseason. Tomorrow is opening day for the Cleveland Guardians as they head to Kansas City to play the Royals. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow, but today we're going to have an opening day carol, as in a telling of what you might call a ghost story in relation to the Cleveland baseball team. Bill Veck was dead to begin with, as dead as a doornail. Never had Paul Dolan met Bill Veck, but he owned the team that Bill Veck had owned in 1948 when they won the World Series. Paul Dolan had always been in pursuit of that World Series since he owned the Cleveland Indians. Now, with a rebrand in place, Dolan turned his thoughts towards the idea of possibly bringing a World Series title home to Cleveland before cashing out and selling the team and retiring in luxury. Dolan headed off to his yacht for an evening, relaxing, enjoying the realization of a new baseball season with his favorite plaything and only source of income, the Cleveland Guardians. Turning over in his look at the clock to see that it was just about midnight, a perfect time to get a little rest before the day celebrations up ahead. Suddenly, an alarm bell went off and what should appear but a ghostly presence over Paul Dolan's bed and looking blearily through sleep-ridden eyes, Dolan searched for his glasses on the bedside table and put them on, and the craggy face of Bill Veck appeared, owner of the Cleveland Indians in 1948, the owner who broke the color barrier in the American League by signing Larry Doby and Satchel Paige. Paul Dolan doesn't recognize any of this, of course. He doesn't know enough about baseball to recognize Bill Vex, so he just shrieks in fear. It is I, Bill Vex, former owner of the Cleveland baseball team that you now own. I have come to warn you what is about to happen to you if you don't wake up and change your course of action. Oh, why do you have an English accent? I thought you were uh, an American. All ghosts have to have an English accent. So pay attention, Paul. Now, in my day, when I owned a baseball team, my primary concern was to make sure that our fans were entertained, to bring money by trying different things, promotions, making exciting for fans, rewarding those who showed up to games, trying new players that other teams wouldn't consider, rewarding players who were willing to spend their time in Cleveland and, and make this place 
where anyone who wanted to watch an entertaining, competitive baseball team would want to go. And through these efforts, we won a World Series, the last World Series this town has ever known. Now, Paul, you have to take a good look at what's before you. If I had the resources that you have, millions of dollars coming in in TV revenue and streaming revenue about to approach, gambling revenue on the horizon, revenue sharing with the league, and not only that, but you're about to sell the team and make almost a billion dollars in profit, and you can't spend anything on this roster the first year of a rebrand? Do you want people to think of your team and, and see Guardians, see that name and say, oh, Guardians of your pocketbook? Guardians of, of miserliness? Now is the time to repent. Now is the time to change your ways or forever, forever you will walk the halls of shame of owners in Cleveland. Do you want to be the worst owner in town? You realize that you're competing with Jimmy Haslam for the worst owner? Get yourself together, man. And since I'm not sure you can, before opening day, you will receive three more visits from three spirits. Paul Dolan shaking, shivering in his bed, pulling up his $3,000 comforter above up to his neck. Uh, must I have three spirits? Can't you just give me the message now? I'm not going to listen to it anyway. That's exactly why you need three spirits. Shut up! And Bilvec disappears. Baldolin turns over in his bed, feeling somewhat shaken, but figuring perhaps it was just the, the meal he had last night, the $400 plate of sushi and creme de la creme afterwards. It did taste a little strange. So he turns over and goes back to sleep. But then as soon as the clock hits 1 a.m., the alarm goes off on Paul Dolan's smartphone. Who should appear but the ghostly presence of a baseball player wearing number 41? Dolan rubs the sleep from his eyes, reaches again for his glasses, and gasps. Who are you? How did you get into my bedroom? And why are you glowing? Is this some new promotional item? I didn't authorize that. It is I, Victor Martinez. Remember me? Remember when you traded me from your team and I cried in the locker room because all I ever wanted was to play for Cleveland baseball? Uh, Victor, uh, why are you speaking in a somewhat English accent? You're, uh, you're definitely not from Britain. Look, that's how it is with ghosts. So, as I was saying, Victor Martinez, remember me? One of the best hitters this team in Cleveland has ever seen. And you traded me instead of looking to extend me when I was willing to take a lower contract to stay in Cleveland for my career. Now, Paul, I want to bring your attention to a certain year, 2016, when your team, the Cleveland Indians at the time, now Cleveland Guardians, made the playoffs and their slugger was Mike Napoli. Now, Mike had a good season. Mike did some good work with Jose Ramirez, helping him learn how to become a hitter that believed in himself and believed in his potential. He was a clubhouse god. But Mike Napoli 
put up a 111 WRC+. He also struck out a third of the time that he was at the plate, which only got worse when he was in the playoffs. Do you know what I put up in 2016? An 120 WRC+, as well as someone who didn't strike out nearly as many times as Mike Napoli. How do you think that would have looked on your team? Did you know that after you traded me in the next six years, I put up 10 wins above replacement? And that's pretty difficult to do as a DH. And it includes one year where I had negative two wins. Really, you shouldn't even count that. I don't really care about stats, Victor. I don't understand why you're talking to me. I just let Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff figure all this out. Look, I know you're the one who decides whether or not we're going to spend money to keep a superstar. Do you understand what it means to have a great player say, I want to stay in Cleveland. Can we work something out? I'll take a lesser deal. Do you understand what it means to fans to have a beloved player stick around, even if they lose a step or two in their late 30s? And then every now and then you get rewarded when you make an exception and spend a little bit to keep someone a little bit longer into their career. And he puts up a 120 WRC plus in the year that you're trying to win a World Series. He hits 27 home runs in that year. He is someone that you can rely on to not strike out every time when you're in a crucial situation in the playoffs. I only struck out 15% of the time in 2016. How different that would have looked with me at DH than Mike Napoli. Slightly annoyed, Paul Dolan mutters to himself and turns back over to go to sleep. Again, his alarm clock goes off. He lazily reaches over, only to see a familiar face, the ghostly presence of Jose Ramirez. All right, Paul, listen to me. It, you sound exactly like all the other ghosts. I'm speaking through an interpreter, okay? That's, that's how this is going. Paul, I want to stay as a Cleveland Guardian. I want to be the face of this franchise. This is the place where I'm comfortable. I love this team. I love these players. I'm going to promote your prospects, your young guys that are super cheap. I'm going to help them understand how they can last in the big leagues, just like I have lasted in the big leagues because of how veteran players have invested in me and believed in me and, and believed in my talent. I want to stay here and make that happen. I want to anchor the middle of your lineup. This is what I want more than anything else is to stay here and I'm willing to take a reasonable deal to do it. All you have to do is let me play here into my later 30s. 37 years old, just let me retire at 37 years old here as a guardian and every single fan will know that you cared more about the team than you did about your money, that you made more money because you were willing to invest in a superstar. This is what this is all about. It's about you making more money so you can buy another yacht like this because fans see that you care about this franchise enough to extend its best player and keep them here. Also, home run pitch, bro. With that, Jose Ramirez took his ghostly bat and smacked a ghostly ball off of the yacht and out in the Gulf of Mexico. Supremely unmoved by this encounter, wondered if this would be the final spirit that he saw that night. 
He'd kind of lost track of what Bill Beck had said. So he rolled over and fitfully managed to go back to sleep. But at 3 a.m., the alarm clock went off. And who should appear but a boy around the age of nine? Who, who are you? It's me. My name is Elliot Wheeler. I'm the son of Quincy Wheeler. He does a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians. You know, right, kid? Every white guy in his 30s to 40s has a podcast, and every one of them that likes the Guardians has a podcast. So telling me he has a podcast about baseball doesn't really narrow it down. That's beside the point. So my dad has always been a Cleveland baseball fan, and he's been raising me to be a Cleveland baseball fan. In six years, my favorite player is George Valera. He is one of the best hitters we've ever seen in Cleveland, and he's so much fun to watch. He's a joy to be around with this team. But he's coming up on free agency, and my dad has told me that there is no way the team will keep him. It's a precedent, it's a precedent that was set by you, by you, Paul Dolan, that the next ownership is keeping to say, we're not going to keep any superstars if they don't sign a cheap extension before they near free agency. There's no way they're going to stay with our team because our primary purpose is to make as much money as possible by not playing our players, not by promoting the team, not by thinking about public relations, not about thinking about more. You know a lot of these words for a nine-year-old. Just be quiet and listen. Not by any of that, not by trying to be creative, but by making sure that we don't pay any player real money into their late 30s because it's too much of a risk. So I've decided I'm going to root for another team. I'm going to root for a team where my favorite player could actually stick with that team. I'm going to root for the New York Yankees. Ah! Uh, who's screaming? Oh, uh, that's just my dad. I just wanted you to know the future of the Cleveland Guardians franchise if you don't understand the importance of keeping a player who's a star, who's the face of the franchise, who wants to stay. And with that, the final spirit departed. Paul was wide awake. There was no two ways about it. He wasn't going back to sleep. Opening day was here, and he had received the visits of the four spirits, the memories of Victor Martinez on his team, the realization that Jose Ramirez would soon be traded, and the words of a nine-year-old looking for a reason to stay with the team that his dad loved. Paul walked over to the window of his yacht bedroom and looked out. Everything's going to be different. Paul Dolan reached for his phone, pushed Chris Antonetti, and the phone began to ring. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, it's early. Of course it's early. It's opening day. Merry opening day. Let's bring joy to the city of Cleveland. Call Jose Ramirez and his agent. Tell them seven years, 200 million. Add it on to the current deal. We'll keep him in Cleveland until he's 38 years old. We'll let these fans know that we want this team to be the number one sports franchise in town. Everyone will know that we care and we are committed to winning a World Series. That's how the next ownership is coming in. And that's how fans will stay with our team. Uh... Sir, you're beginning to sound like you have an English accent. Have you had a little much to drink tonight? No, 
It's just opening day. Everything's changed. Merry opening day. God bless us, everyone. And while you're at it, sign Michael Conforto. Bring it on. Let's win a World Series this year. Fix, get this bullpen fix. Let's go. And to Elliot Wheeler, who did not become a Yankees fan, Paul Dolan became the greatest owner the good old city had ever known. Elliot, can you say, go Guardians? Go This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.